0: Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle. A New York Giants podcast. I'm Brandon London, and welcome to another edition of Giants Huddle Podcast. Today's guest, he's a rookie, but the boy has been playing like a vet as of recently. We've got wide receiver Darius Slayton here, but... Before we get into talking with Darius and going one-on-one with him, I want to remind Big Blue, I want to remind you fans that the Giants Huddle Podcast can be found on all of your favorite pl- podcast platforms. So go ahead, do yourself a favor, make sure you subscribe to it and all the other Giants podcasts as well. I mean, there's Giants Rewind with Carl Banks. There's Big Blue Kickoff Live. And you can also find our podcast network at Giants.com podcast and if you have a smartphone, because no one has flip phones anymore, you can get it on the Giants mobile app. Now, Big Blue, can I get a little round of, get a little little drum roll going on here for wide receiver Darius Slayton? He joins us. What's going on, man?
1: Not much, man.
0: You're you're a very like you're a very quiet guy. You're, but when you get out on the field, your play speaks loudly like have you always been have you always been quiet what's what's the deal when it comes to that like your temperament
1: yeah um, i've always been kind of a calm calm guy just in general yeah um you know just pretty even keel all the time never really too high never really too low yeah um not really that emotional so to speak but um you know football is probably the one thing one avenue of life where um you know my personality emotion you know it brings you know the inner passion in me So, and that's different than what we're used to here when it comes to Giants
0: receivers, you know? I mean, we're the rock stars, you know? They're all, you know, you go back, you could just name uh, receiver after receiver who has made plays here. They're, they're kind of like rock stars. So is it, has it been a huge adjustment for you to get
1: to know and get used to the New York media and its fans? Um, yeah, definitely, I mean... I had no idea there was this much media coverage, you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, media every day at practice, after practice. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of, it's almost like 24 seven, but um. you know, starting to get used to it over yeah. time. All right, let's
0: talk about the team first, before we get into like kind of talking about your personal goals and, and self-analyzation on, on your season you're having team-wise. We're going into the second game of the second half of the season. What's some of the things you can tell us that Coach Pat Shermer has been talking to you guys
1: about in the team meeting rooms when you guys meet? Um, just doing the little things right. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, the difference between winning and losing in games is just doing the small things. Yeah. So, like, people handling their assignments, um, you know, everybody being on the same page and just trying to make sure that, we know, we cross all our T's, dot all our I's. And when it comes to crossing the T's and
0: dotting the I's, is that something where – you guys look at it and you look at some of the games and you're like, man, we're one step away or man, we're we're a uh, 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 not completed uh, incomplete ball away or is it? Like how do you guys feel when you go back and you've watched the tape on some of these heartbreaking losses?
1: Um some most of our losses, you know, been close games. You yeah. know, when you play a close games, there's obviously a few plays here and there that, you know, if they go your way, you probably have a you probably win or have a lot better chance to win the game. So you definitely go back and look at those things and you know, kinda of at the end of the day it just comes down to execution, consistent execution. I mean that's the NFL, consistent execution. Yeah. That's what
0: that's what makes pros be pros. Uh last but not least, talking about the team as an overall what's like a model that that coach Shermer has got you got a model or slogan in terms of finishing the season is there anything you guys are using uh
1: in terms of like you know motivation or slogan um maybe just for, uh forget it attack was kind of one of our was kind of one of his things forget it attack you know just like you know if something goes bad it, he was you know something goes good or bad because at the end of the day you can't live on one good play yeah. for the whole game yep. and you also you definitely can't live on one bad play so just kind of you know for, forget it attack you know and that's just kind of like been like a little mantra of his um we've kind of adopted as a team you know as far as just you know clear your mind focus on the next play and be ready to go
0: and that's been helping you as a rookie, you know. Forget things in, in terms yeah. of like a bad play and attack the next play definitely alright so let's go into the receiver locker room because I'm a former receiver here I, I I mean I love our receivers Sterling Shepard uh, Golden Tate Benny Fowler you you guys are, are, are really coming along making plays for uh, Daniel Jones take us inside the receiver room who are the leaders who are
1: the jokers like what's it like being in a New York Giant receiver room right now um, it's pretty crazy, you know. We got a lot of personalities <laughs> in there, like you said. Yes, Golden, you or, do. You know, Golden <laughs> Sterling's a huge personality. Russell Shepard's a massive personality. Yeah. Um, you know, but you have required guys. You know, me, Cody Latimer. Um, you know, CC, kind of more of the quieter guys in the room. But um, you know, we all get along really well, and um, you know, I feel like we'll play well. You know, once we all get on the field at the same time. And when you guys you get into
0: the meeting rooms, you get it, and you're watching tape together. What are some of the things you guys are saying to yourselves in terms of hey, we're doing this really well? And what are some of the things you're saying to yourself when it comes to hey, we got to be better as a receiving core doing X, Y,
1: or Z? Um, You know, for the most part, receivers. You know, I think we're we're hard on on ourselves individually. One about getting open, and then two, once you're open, catching the ball. You know, because at the end of the day, why receivers for a reason. So um, you know, I think we do a good job of holding each other accountable of those types of things. And, um, you know, ultimately, and also, you know, making sure we're on point in the run game, yeah. you know, cause oftentimes in order to spring a long run, it's gonna take perimeter blocking. So, um, you know, I think we do a good job of, of managing that within the room.
0: And when you talk about perimeter blocking, my rookie year, I was here with uh, Plaxico Burris and Amani Toomer, two of the best perimeter blocking wide receivers uh, that I've been blessed to have play, played with. And I, I remember Plaxico, used to always get upset with guys if they miss a block in practice, they missed a block in game because he and Amani would pride themselves in blocking. And so they wanted all the other receivers uh, to block as well. And this may be a boring question to you guys, uh, Big Blue, because I know you, you know you think of receivers, you want the flashiness, the downfield catches, but who's the best blocker in that
1: room as a receiver? Ooh, <sighs> best blocker, probably... Probably Benny or Cody. Okay, um, they're also two of the biggest <laughs> in the room. <laughs> yeah. which helps a little bit. Yeah. But um, probably one of them too. They're both. They both uh, do a good job blocking. Who leads
0: the room in knockdowns?
1: Ooh, knockdowns. Do y'all record that? It's a lot harder to get them. You know these really? new rules. You know, kind of with the blindside blocks and okay. stuff like that. It's a lot harder to get them. But probably, probably Benny. Benny. Probably okay, Benny, Benny Fowler.
0: Yeah. I see. Hey, is Benny Fowler ever go? You know, he has the loose sleeves on his uh, jersey. Is he ever going to tighten him that up a little bit?
1: Yeah, it was. And he was like, I'm going to go with the loose sleeves. I'm going to go with the loose sleeves. I was like, you know, I feel like that was one thing that was like an Eli Manning thing (laughs) and like nobody else. (laughs) No one else. You know, maybe Daryl Green as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Eli still had the long sleeves and it was cool. Like that was his thing. But, you know, I feel like it was just a him thing, you know. Yeah. Okay. At least that was my two cents to Benny. Obviously, he didn't listen to me. But um, you know, he wanted to go with it. So. If there are anyone
0: around uh in Jersey, New York, the Tri Tri State area that can hem, uh Benny mm-hmm. Fowler's shoulder jersey over his shoulder pads, go look at it. Just tell me what you think. You know, I'll I'll pay that cost to get those hems. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, you guys come in together. You guys got that dynamic in between in, in, in terms of rookie quarterback, rookie wide receiver. When did you feel like, or what moment did you get? Did you feel like, hey, me and this guy, we're clicking?
1: Um, I was actually just telling somebody the other, literally yesterday, about like when we first came in for rookie minicamp, and yep. it was just us rookies out there. And I remember we did, uh we were doing one on ones, and I ran a go, and I just remember, you know, I'm launching it, and it was just, you know, right in my hands, caught in stride. For me, from that point forward, yeah. I was like, "That's my guy." That's you my know, guy. You can, if you can if you can drop a long ball on me like that, being a speed guy, you know, stop that, bragging. You know, stop that's, bragging. That's all. That's all I need. You know. So, yeah. um, you know, i felt like since the first day he's been here, you know, he's he's handled himself tremendously, and yeah. you know, obviously, it's paid off for him. Yeah. Take take me into a huddle.
0: Take me into one of the huddles on a moment where you guys are you need this drive or you need to make a play. What's his temperament like what's what's the, give us the Daniel Jones that we don't get to see
1: um you know I think Dan's a really he we're similar in the sense of like off the field it's like not a whole lot of you know flash, rah rah, rah and rah, and rah and you loudness, know. But yeah. but in the in the moment, in the heat of the game, I mean, he's definitely can be intense. You know, there's you know there's times where you know we knew we need to drive and go score. We knew we need to go drive and get a field goal, wherever. Yeah. And you know, and he'll you know he'll get in the huddle. And, you know, come on guys, let's go, guys. Come on, let's go, let's go. Put the ball in the end zone right yeah. here. You know those kind of things. And um, you know, I think I think you know that it comes out of him in that competitive environment. All right, yeah, and I mean he this guy. He's come onto the scene. He's been looking
0: great. I mean, he trademarked Danny dimes, even though I know he really didn't like that nickname at all. What has he said about that nickname?
1: Uh he hasn't really talked much about no. it. Russell Shepard wasn't a fan of it. He felt like we should try to get another hashtag going. Yep. But um, you know, it's you know, it's it's stuck now. Right now, Giants Huddle
0: Podcast darius slayton you have the chance right now to get a new hashtag going oh for daniel jones pressure. i'm putting you on the spot pressure it's the nfl you're always feeling some sort of pressure give us the new hashtag for daniel jones and i just had to talk along to mm-hmm. give you a little
1: bit of time time to, to think time of to something think. yeah yeah um i mean we call him dj I feel you can't like, hashtag DJ. I know, you, know, you can't like hashtag DJ, DJ, DJ Khaled. Oh, man, that's tough. I'll give you to the end of the show. Yeah, I'll give, give you some minutes to think of about show. it. I'll, I'll have, have, so, I'll I'll have something for
0: you. So, all right, last minute, uh, before we get into talking about you and, and your success and your growth, let's talk about Two Sticks. Because you you said earlier you didn't expect the New York media and the fans and the interviews and all to, to be like it is. Mm-hmm. 2 6 and Saquon Barkley is who we're talking about has come in and he's doing chunky suit commercials, Nike commercials. He, while at the same time taking care of business on the field, what kind of things do you see in him in terms of his on the field work ethic and his off the field branding, marketing, and, and the way he handles himself as a professional?
1: Yeah, um, honestly, I don't know how he does it. Um, I, when we first came in, kind of in the summer even, I mean, it seemed like every day I looked up and he was filming something <laughs> or he was somewhere. And I, I mean, I, you know... I don't know how I'd be able to manage it if I was him, yeah. you know, just having to always, you know, be doing stuff like that, but I mean, he does a great job of managing it. It doesn't seem to ever distract him from the game. It doesn't seem to ever distract him from practice. He never misses anything. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously whatever he's doing works, you know. He's still a great player on the field. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I'm sure I'm sure he wish he probably, you know, had a uh, you know, a more or uh, up to this point. You know, I'm sure he wishes he, you know, had some more explosive games or whatever. But um, I think that definitely just comes from, you know, us as a whole. Yeah. You know, helping him. You know, we got a block on the perimeter. We got to block up front. And, um, you know, because we know he's a special player. What's he like as a leader? Um, I think he's a good leader. I mean, he's definitely – he's not he's – not, um, not a super rara rock, rock guy kind of unless he needs to be yeah you know if the yeah. energy is down if your energy isn't right you know he'll try to get us going um you know, obviously in games you know he'll make a crazy play and that'll get us going so um you know i think he does a good job um of, as a leader
0: all right we've talked about the offense we've talked about the receivers we've talked about daniel jones we've talked about saquon barkley now it's time to shift the focus on you and I want to apologize because when I was coming in here during training camp, you know, I was coming in like you know, once a week, you know, two times a week, uh, doing stuff with the fans, and I was excited to see Darius Slayton. I'm like, I want to see Darius Slayton. I want to see what he looks like on the, in the offense. Mm-hmm. Hamstring in- injury kind of plagued you throughout training camp, and you weren't able to really practice. And, you know, I'm a man where I can say, I can look at you in your eyes and say, I apologize because I was like, man, I want this guy out there. I want this guy to get out there. And I'm I'm sure there's a lot of New York media and fans who felt the same way. But since you have stepped on the scene, you have been balling. So when you're in those training camp moments, when you're off to the side, getting rehab and not being able to practice, did you think in your head that, you would have five touchdowns and
1: you would be the explosive receiver that you are right now at this point. Be honest with me. Too. <laughs> um, at the time, no, because, you know, I was just trying to get healthy yeah. and, um, you know, I hate, I hate missing time. I hate being off the field. And, you know, obviously that's kind of like the first impression. Yeah. You know, yeah. that first training can't be a rookie year. And I, you know, in the back of my mind, I knew that. And, um, you know, last thing you want to do is get a reputation as a guy, you know, who doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't want to play or, yeah. you know, is just trying to, you know, ride the pine, so to speak. Um, you know, so I definitely, you know, was just kind of upset with myself at the time. Upset with the situation, but, um, you know, I definitely was working every day trying to get back as quick as possible. Yeah. Fast
0: forward to when you took the field your first game. What were your emotions like? What were you feeling like? Take us through the routine. Take us through when you woke up that morning. You're like, "Yo, this is gonna be my first NFL game." Take us from everything. Who'd you call? What music <laughs> did you play? You know what? What dances were you doing to get yourself pumped? Just take us through that day.
1: Um, I mean, it was Tampa. I woke up in a hotel. Um, you know, I talked to one of my friends plays for Tampa, or actually, two of my college teammates played okay. for Tampa. Deep corner at that. Uh oh. So one of them starts. So um you know i had talked to the other one he at the time he was injured, he didn't play but i talked to him the day before you know whatever just you know what's up you know and um just kind of the day of the game you know i just didn't know what to expect mm. you know i wasn't i wasn't even sure you know if i was going to be active you know those kind of last minute things oh where, really yeah there's people up and down and as i've come to learn you know on game day you know there's you know kind of sometimes last minute this guy gets hurt or doesn't whatever so um, but you practice all week. Yeah, but you know I was still kind of coming off the leg. You know okay. they were they still. I mean you know we were still wasn't a hundred percent. So you know I was hoping I would play a lot or play at any. But you know wasn't really sure. But you know obviously you know got a chance to be after that game and you know played played a lot of played a lot of snaps at the game.
0: Now, when you that when they the pile uh, the fireworks and stuff went off and you took the field. What was going through your head then? Just ooh, I, I saw it. I saw it in your eyes when, ladies and gentlemen, Big Blue, when he went. Whew, it was something in his
1: eyes, and he smiled. So yeah. I want to hear this story. Um, it was just like surreal, honestly. Yeah. Because you know you dream of of playing. I dreamed of playing in the NFL since like as far as back as I can remember. Yeah. And so f- to be running out on the field, um, you know, about to play my first NFL game, you know, it was it was just dream like, you know. Um. So it was. It was a special moment for me. And then I want to go to that deep post.
0: Is so that deep post you call? I think you got us down to what the four yard yeah. line. I mean, you gotta yeah, get in. There. Got yeah, it got, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take us, take us through that play because Daniel Jones was 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 mobile and he was accurate on the throw. Take us through that play. It was I mean, was it a broken play? Was it called? Like what what,
1: what happened? No, nah, it was a called play. You um, know. You don't Honestly, have to get a play name. You don't have yeah, to get yeah. a play name. Give us your route. Yeah, yeah. I had a post, and after – I didn't know that he – you know was running the other way got hit through i thought the way the ball looked as well as it was thrown i thought you know just standing in the pocket you know chilling through a good ball yeah and um you know after the game i obviously saw the video of the clip and i was like man this guy is different like it's a lot of quarterbacks you know see hits coming and you know the ball's off i mean he threw a dime yeah um you know so hence um, danny dimes (laughs) yeah that was that was really impressive to me in general but um, I've heard a lot of people be like, "Oh, you got to get in the end zone right there." Honestly, I was like, "I'm wide open. This is my first NFL game. I'm not dropping the ball." You gotta, gotta make this. Yeah, catch. I was like, make I, did, I was catch. like, this ball is not getting dropped. That's all I was thinking in my head was, "Don't drop the ball." So I caught it, secured it. And I was like, "Great, made the play. Let's go."
0: And then from there, I think your confidence probably just grew from there, and you knew yeah. that, "Hey, I can play in this league." So let's go to the Minnesota game because Xavier Rhodes is one of those corners to where when you're working out in the summertime, you're like, yo, I get to go up against Xavier Rhodes. I get to go up against a Josh Norman, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. You made him look average that day. You made him look really average. So was it that moment when you scored that touchdown, what was going through your head then? Is that that moment where I've officially arrived, New York, what's up? D Slayton in the building.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was definitely like a. It was definitely like a like I can do this moment yeah, for sure. No, yeah. for sure. I mean, because he's a really good player, like you said, and um, you know I was able to beat him on a route uh, deep, and and you know obviously Dan threw another good balls, reach out and grab it, and it was it was for sure uh, just a I can do this moment. Yeah. Going forward for the rest of the season, what do you want to see from yourself?
0: Well, let's go. Let, what do you want to see from the team first? You know, team first around mm-hmm. here. And then what kind of goals and standards are you putting on yourself as well to finish out this, uh, this NFL season?
1: Um, I think as a team, I think just the, the ultimate goal is to win. Yeah. So to go, we got six games left to go 6-0, and through this back half of the season. You know, I feel like that's um, our biggest team goal, number one goal. I, I love to win. I want to I win every time we go out there on the field, so I'm going to be fighting hard to win. And, um, you know, I know my teammates will do the same. Yeah. What about yourself, though? Um, for myself, I just wanna just wanna continue to make plays and the ball comes my way. You yeah. know. Um, you know, with Sterling back now, we got Sterling, we got Golden, myself, Benny Fowler, um, you know, Cody Latimer. We got a lot of guys that can get the ball. Yep. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, uh, for me, you know, I don't I'm not I'm not looking I'm not, you know, like ah oh, I need ten catches again. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm good, you know, if I get the ball three or four times and have a chance to make a play, you know, at the end of the day, um, I feel like that's all I can ask for, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, so let's have some fun right now, man,
0: because you've been in uh, New York for what, about, about six to eight months now. You've been around, you got a chance to go into the city, I imagine. You guys went to a Yankee game. or Was it a Yankee or Mets game you guys went to as uh, a rookies? Oh, man. You don't even uh, I didn't you. go. Remember. It was a Yankees game. It was I wasn't there. A- oh, you weren't there? Uh-huh. Oh, all right. All right. So since you've been here, I know you're from Georgia and you're Falcons guy and all uh, probably a Braves guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm a I'm 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 gonna give you these questions really fast and I need fast response. Yankees or Mets? Yankees. Ooh. Say it with your chest, though, because there's some Mets fans out
1: there. They, <laughs> they may
0: come up to you on the street. Man. I'm letting you know right now. This is New York. They're crazy out there. I'm going to go Yankees yeah, just because
1: they're the big, I guess, you know, they got a lot of great baseball players, so I'll go Yankees. Okay, Knicks or Nets?
0: Knicks.
1: Ooh, even with Kyrie and KD and Trey? <laughs> yeah, I Nets? mean, I feel like it's easy to say the Nets now, but, like, I was a huge Carmelo Anthony fan. I'm, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, basketball but. Okay. but like when Carmelo, I was a huge Carmelo Anthony fan okay. when he was playing. And so, you know, and the Knicks are a story franchise. So, you know, and I hope RJ Barrett does well. So all right.
0: Knicks. Rangers or Islanders?
1: Oh, I don't know anything about hockey. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, about all
0: right, big blue. Someone has to take <laughs> this guy to a Rangers game. Bro, Rangers Georgia, games. There's is, no hockey in Georgia. It's
1: the, the Atlanta Thrashers have been gone for six years. Oh, have they? Oh, yeah, wow. they've been gone for like five years. I guess
0: I'm not a hockey yeah. guy either. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been to a Rangers game, man. That was a lot of fun. So, yeah. uh, big blue out there. If anyone wants to uh, volunteer their services or tickets to take uh, Darius Slayton to a Rangers and or mm-hmm. Islanders game, let's get this guy on the ice. It's a fast-paced game, man. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's quality sports when you go to a hockey game uh red bulls or
1: nyfc football oh oh uh oh man i don't know you're not a soccer guy I like world cup oh my god other, other than that no we just got a soccer team. Atlanta just got a soccer and team. And they're good. They are. And the games I've, I've heard are wonderful, but it's been two years.
0: Uh, Big Blue, I hate to impose again, but can someone <laughs> take
1: this guy
0: to one of the soccer team uh, franchises? Like, get him get him something. All right. Favorite New York musician, artist, rapper?
1: Oh, boy. Probably, probably Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Yeah all right man
0: do you know any uh, give me an old school jay-z song oh
1: man not not that big of a jay-z come on man you're making me feel old here man i can't name an old jay-z song No. you know how many artists come out of atlanta hundreds you're in
0: you're in new jersey new york now and they
1: come here i guess i gotta i gotta i guess i gotta educate myself on new york rappers new jersey rappers i'll get back to you on now
0: all right all right have you been able to go to a broadway play with like what's something
1: you like to do in the city yeah actually we went to um see the lion king on broadway okay yeah and that was actually um shockingly like great experience why so i don't know i just i mean you hear about broadway and you know all that type of stuff but like you know plays are kind of you know there's movies and stuff now yeah. and, you know Netflix and all kind of stuff so but it was like just uh I was surprised and I guess I shouldn't have been because it's Broadway but like the level the talent level yeah like the singing and the everything about the production was just it was really well done the artistry
0: yeah you respect art you respect uh, yeah. like people who who work their tails off Definitely. to put together or to entertain you and uh, so, what? What are some like? What does Darius Slayton like to do when he leaves Quest Diagnostics?
1: Who go home? Pick up the sticks, play the game, play video games. Yeah, that's such a rookie move. That's what I do. That is such a
0: rookie move. <laughs> I, my, my rookie year. Me and Steve Smith, uh, who used to play the Steve Smith that went to USC. He was a second round draft pick here. The first thing, me, him, Aaron Ross, Mike Johnson, uh, Ahmaud Bradshaw, that rookie class, the first thing we would do when we would leave here was go to Aaron Ross's basement and play video games all day. Then everyone gets in their cars, go home, go back to practice the next day, go back to Aaron Ross's
1: house. Yep. That's just. Well, I mean, these days you got the internet, so you just play with your buddies online. So why would you have but to say it like that? What do you I mean? What do you mean these days you have internet? What do you mean y'all are that old? But I'm just I mean, it's
0: 2007, we had internet in 2007 as well, but the game lagged from time to time. Yeah, it's a little far back. But we, but you know, I, hey, you Wi-Fi got, was pretty new then. Your generation likes to just sit in your house and use the internet to connect. We used to sit around and hang out together. Sorry. I didn't have a choice. Sorry. So, are you a Fortnite guy? Like, what, what video games you play? Because I can guarantee you, uh, Big Blue Giants fans will hit you up to play Madden, Fortnite. They did it all the time with yeah. uh, uh, Snacks Harrison when he was here.
1: Uh, I'm not a big Fortnite guy. It comes to Battle Royale. It's more Apex, PUBG. Um, play Madden, 2K. Um, got Gears of War. This is my first Gears of War game. Got Gears of War 5. Uh, I play a lot of stuff. Lot no of FIFA. No, nah, no FIFA, oh, not a soccer guy. I, I don't like soccer is too hard to get the ball. Like in football, you get a possession. Like give me the ball. Let me have my possession. What do you mean? I don't like having it. Like give me my possession. I gave you had your possession to score on my goal. All right. Now give me, give me my, I don't want to have to keep. Chasing so you want a per- or
0: participation possession. Yeah, no, no. Your generation, just like you—you want the ball because it says it's your turn to have the ball. When yeah. you score in soccer, the team automatically gets the next team automatically gets the but ball. But you or score if you like play twice defense. a game. No, you don't. It's I, I, I equate a touchdown to a goal in soccer. No, 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 If no, you no, score no, no. three goals, that's three touchdowns, twenty-one points. No. Three but goals.
1: But it's but it's it's
0: just completely different. All right, man. All right, I can. I see there's this whole gender gap thing going on right now. I can't do. I, I found so gray good. hair in my beard the other day, and you're talking about we didn't have internet back in my day, so we can go ahead and end this. <laughs> but give a shout out to uh, to Big Blue, the Giants fans. Man, I, I do the tailgates before mm-hmm. the games. Uh, One name that keeps continuously comes up in terms of someone who they want to see continue to do well is Darius Slayton. So you Mm -hmm. get a lot of love from Big Blue. So if you can give them a shout out right
1: now, tell them how you feel. Yeah, man, I appreciate all the Giants fans, you know, since, you know, I've been here, I've started playing. Um, you know, particularly they just showed a lot of love, you know, whether it be social media or I've been out and about and ran in a, I went back to Auburn last week. Really? And no exaggeration, I was in Auburn. I ran into probably ten or fifteen people from New York. Wow! Like, they, they, hey, I'm from New York. Hey, I'm from Jersey. You know, I'm a big Giants fan, and it's just really cool, you know, to be able to see people, meet people like that. So, um, you know, if I've ever met you or you've ever reached out in any way in a positive manner, you know, I just want you to know I appreciate it. Hey, he—they show love out here, man.
0: They absolutely show love. So, Definitely. Big Blue, uh, I want you. Oh, before we get off, social media handles. Where can they find you? Because I know you're active on yeah. Twitter. Uh yeah, I'm a
1: decent tweeter. I see you for decent I thought tweeter. Twitter was
0: for us old guys when you were on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Uh I think my Twitter's Young Slay underscore two, I believe. Ah, you were one of those guys with an underscore. Yeah, like, why underscore. do
0: you need to have an underscore in your
1: name? You still got it. That's back when
0: it was first, you know, underscores used to be cool back then. Oh, in the day. back back when uh, the internet would yeah, just like, came out. Yeah. Like, okay. Back in the day underscores <laughs> were cool. All right. So it is. Let me let me get this one for you. It's oh, young man. underscore, underscore slay two. Yep got 16k mm. followers you only following 558 people
1: yeah i follow mostly people i know and other athletes you don't follow me bro you don't follow me i do follow you no you don't i do
0: follow you that's because false. i had to tweet the whole panini uh trading card panini blitz trading card I didn't, thing i didn't see I t- of course because you don't follow me uh, <laughs> so i mean clearly we're not friends <laughs> I'll make sure. Thank you to follow you today. Thank you, thank you, and we're gonna. I'm gonna check up on that too, uh, Big Blue, to see if he's a man of his word. But we want to thank Darius Slayton uh, for joining us today, and we want to thank all the Big Blue Giants Nation out there for listening to the Giants Huddle podcast. You know, it can be found on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app, and all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms, along with the rest of the Giants pa- podcasts. And the networks and make sure you check out giants first and 10 giants XS blue all of the content that we have coming out for you all look the second half of the season we're looking to you know win games uh rally the fan base so we thank you all for your support thank you for being with us darius slayton i guess we're out of here man
1: yes sir appreciate you guys having me all right we'll see you guys next time